When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast, your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. Episode 192 is brought to you by Chris Sanzoni, Emily Schroeder, and John McCaffrey, some of our newest Patreon patrons. This week, Nina, Sergio, and I are going to quickly talk about the Steam Deck and then open up our mailbox to answer questions from our listeners. So to begin, hello Nina, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys? I'm doing great. And then, hi, Sergio. How are you doing? Hi, Chewie. Hi, Nina. I'm doing pretty awesome, too. Uh, I'm just starting a new week, but already it's, it's looking like a good one. Good. Awesome. Yeah. It is. We've been recording these on Mondays, and it's pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Sunday has become Jackie and I's, like, hangout and do fun Ooh. things because she, like, teaches Saturdays. Mm. And so sun- Sundays are hard for me to record now. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, cool. So, Nina, you recommended we uh, talk about the Steam Deck that was just announced. <laughs> it sounds like you're kind of excited for it. You want to give us a little background on what it is? Oh, man. I don't know if I'm excited about it. I just thought it was really interesting that as soon as the OLED, is that what we're going to be calling it? The OLED? The yeah. the Switch Pro. <laughs> as soon as yeah, it was basically. announced, um, this <laughs> was announced like what two days later, three days later, um, and it looks exactly like the Switch. <laughs> like it, it's long and skinny and it has its controls on either side. Which I guess like the what the PSP wasn't it called that kind of looked like that too. So yeah. it's not like the most you know. Uh, original look it's just funny that they came out exactly it's like when ants and a bug's life came out at the same time you yes. know what i mean <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but i i was like almost more intrigued by the steam deck because of how deep steam's library of games is like you'd be mm-hmm. able to play thousands more games on the steam deck than you would on the OLED. So I thought that was pretty mm. interesting. Yeah, yeah. The Switch has been, you know, early on, people really noted how great it was to like be able to take all of these indie games on the go, you mm-hmm. know. And the only limitation there is like, you know, game, indie games actually being on the Switch, but Steam right. has such a huge library of things already available to it. It just feels like, yeah, this is, this makes a lot of sense for people who are into the things that aren't quite on the Switch yet, stuff that we're all waiting for, you know? Yeah. So I wanted to ask both of you, what are some games for Animal Crossing fans that you'd recommend? And Nina, I think you've got a big list here. I do have a big list. I apologize. Um, And I'm kind of new to Steam, so I'm surprised that my list is so long. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So Steam is like a gaming uh, platform, I guess you could say, like a server. 
Um, if, if anyone is new to it, um, I use it on my PC, um, which is why the Steam Deck is so, you know, intriguing to me because then I'd be able to play on my couch or on the go or something. But, um, my recommendations are kind of based on art style mostly, um, Mm -hmm. which really appealed to me when, as a gamer and as an Animal Crossing fan, because, you know, Animal Crossing is so adorable. So a lot of these are like adorable games with great art styles, um, but I will, you know, put a little premise on them that most of them are for mature audiences. So, um, you know, don't go playing them if you're if you're a child, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the first one children can play is the um, the unpacking demo came out. Unpacking is this cute little game. Um, which is kind of pixely art style where you like live through this person's life as they move like in into a childhood home into a dorm room into their first like starter home and you learn about them through what you unpack it's really interesting and the demo was Mm. was really fun so i'm excited for that to come out all the way have either of you guys looked at this I've seen the trailers and I thought, wow, that just looks kind of relaxing. Yeah. Going through, getting stuff out of boxes and putting it (laughs) on a shelf. It is relaxing. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't, I mean, it's not like, there's no right or wrong answers really, which is nice. Um, I mean, you can't leave things on the floor that gets mad at you if you do that, but (laughs) it's, I don't, it is, it's relaxing. Um, Yeah. Another one that I've played through on Steam, which you were telling me this is also on the Switch, which I didn't know, but um, Little Misfortune um, was adorable and super dark, and I loved it. (laughs) The art style (laughs) is another one that is just too cute, but then also brings in, like, a little bit of horror, just enough for me, Um, Mm. so I enjoyed it. Like, scary, but not, not really scary. I don't like scary things. I love scary things, but this is one I saw on Switch and I had my eye on it for a while, but never quite bought it just Mm -hmm. because I'd get distracted playing something else, you know, and I'm like, oh, I guess I don't really need to buy it right now. Um, But yeah, the art style is adorable and it does look like a little creepy, which I like a lot. I love that aesthetic. I do too. Well, and also I'll say that most of these I bought when Steam was having its summer sale. That's another great thing about Steam is that you can buy games sometimes for like $2, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the next two are Monster Prom and Monster Camp, which are kind of like um, kind of like choose your own adventure games. Um, again, um, mature audience warning on this one. The art <laughs> style is super cool. And it's like you're going through high school and going through summer camp trying to find um, a significant other, which is hilarious, <laughs> but you're a monster at the same time. So it's kind of a dating sim? <laughs> sort of, but it's like really hilarious. Oh. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the last one that I have is a really old one, which actually I originally played on Wii U. Um, it's called The Cave, which is a mm. puzzle platformer, which is also super hilarious and dark. Like, I love when it mixes that cartoony art style with the dark undertones i don't it's just (laughs) completely Mm -hmm. my style of game um with humor also so um you know those are my those are my suggestions if you haven't played any of those (laughs) i mean that just makes me so surprised that you don't like horror 
I look, I can't do super scary. I stay up all night. It's horrible. I, my friends made me play phasmophobia and I couldn't sleep for like two weeks and I played it for maybe an hour. It was not good. Oh, oh I mean, but who needs sleep, right? I do. (laughs) (laughs) Sergio and I are complete opposites on this. I've been sleeping like 12 hours every day this summer. It's been amazing. That is so many hours. I I mean, uh, but optimally, I would really prefer if days were like 28 hours long. If I could have like four extra hours of being awake, that'd be perfect. Look, I'm letting my body sleep as much as it needs to because I know during the school year I'm so stressed out. I just need as much sleep as possible. (laughs) I get it. Well, yeah, thanks for all the recommendations. They sound great. Yeah. Uh, Sergio, did you have uh, any to give? Yes. um, There was a game, and actually a lot of these, a lot of the games that were shown on the Wholesome Direct, um, a good amount of them are coming to Switch, but some of them are not, but they're coming to Steam. So this would be a nice way to to get to experience those games. And a lot of the wholesome direct games kind of appeal to Animal Crossing players pretty much naturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the games that I saw was Button City. Um, it's mostly like a minigame collection of sorts, but you play through a story and the characters are very cute animals. Uh, all sorts of animals, so they they feel like they would feel right at home in Animal Crossing. I think this game is coming to Switch when it when it does release, but right now there's a demo on Steam, so you could check that out. Um, luckily, with Steam and the Steam Deck and Steam in general, there's a lot of games that get demos that maybe don't get a demo mm-hmm. on the Switch, or sometimes you get early access to to the game, mm-hmm. and definitely a lot of sales. So it's something to consider. Um, I was also thinking the Monster Boy or Wonder Boy series of games. Um, those oh, are mostly yeah. on the Switch, but they they kind of look like the art style kind of matches well with Animal Crossing players too. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've seen that art style and been pretty interested too. Um, what else was I going to say? Yeah, the Wholesome Direct has so many great games and... A lot of them are ones that are coming to Switch, but there are some that are just like going to Steam, you know? Right. Um, So, yeah, if anybody wants to check those out, that is a really good place for games that are just cute and cozy and uh, overall adorable. (laughs) Yeah. Um, My suggestion, and unfortunately this isn't one on Steam, but I don't know if it, it was sounding to me like there... Epic Game Store was maybe going to work on the Steam Deck. Do you know Sergio or Nina? Oh, I don't know. Not sure. It yeah. would be nice. I saw some conversations around it. I don't know if it's like confirmed or anything. On the chance that it does work, Ooblets all the way. That's what I'm going to oh. recommend to people. <laughs> Wait, um, is Ooblets not on Steam? No. it got So they got a deal with Epic Game Store for ex- exclusivity mm. on that platform. So... I don't know how long that deal is and if it's going to come to Steam eventually or other platforms. It's on Xbox and, um, well, Epic Game Store at the moment. But I would love to see a portable version of that game. I would play it so much more if it were portable. Um, I don't know. It just feels like a game that would be at home with a lot of Animal Crossing players because it's got... 
I mean, it's really a mix of Animal Crossing, Stardew Valley, and Pokemon. So Mm -hmm. if you like any of those, or all of those, then (laughs) this is a game to pick up for sure. But you plant little creatures, they grow, you uh, you farm them, and they go and do dance battles for you. (laughs) It's... It's adorable. Um, And then you get your own house, your own farm, you're planting crops, you're decorating, you're growing your house. It's truly got tons of stuff. And I mean, it it starts off a little bit difficult. There's a lot to take in and learn. But as you start to get the hang of it, it just feels like this is the perfect game for anybody who loves all of those games. (laughs) Um, the other one, it, this is also one that's coming to Switch eventually. I don't know if it's going to be on Steam a little bit earlier, if they're going to have it all on everything basically day one. But Garden Story is one that I'm really looking forward to. Um, and, I, and I mentioned this one just because, like, Nina, you and I both really loved Little Wood, and mm-hmm. we played that on our Switch. But the people had been playing it, like, maybe eight months before it was out on Switch. So... A lot of times, if you're really excited for these games, they tend to come to Steam a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you don't have the patience to wait, you can play them early and just have access to them. And if you do have the patience, you know, some of them are coming to Switch, so you can always just wait there. But it's really nice to see that there is just going to be something else out there for people who want high-quality handheld gaming, you know? Yeah. Um. And I don't know, it's really a question for some people, because some people really don't play the Switch in handheld mode and would rather be, like, docked on the TV and everything. And, you know, for them, it maybe doesn't make as much sense, but, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe they don't have a computer that can run some of the things that this can, so, yeah. There's some thinking that goes into that purchase, but... Yeah, lots of fun games. I'm really glad you mentioned a bunch, Nina, because I was having <laughs> trouble coming up oh, with so sorry. many. Because I was like, no, 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 it's totally fine. I, I liked it. I had trouble before you made your list. And now I'm just like, cool, so many games to check out. <laughs> well, and I will say last um, last episode when we were talking about the OLED, I was talking about the price of it being just a little too much for me. And I feel the same way mm-hmm. about the Steam Deck. I think the base price is 400 but scalpers have already gotten to them and they're like selling for two thousand dollars on ebay or something like that so you know this is something that steam needs to figure out being new to the um you know i guess physical system market right it's gonna be tough for a little while to get your hand on one (laughs) yeah yeah And, yeah, the other thing is, like, there are some different models that have, you know, a lot more memory um, Mm -hmm. that you can use. And, honestly, the lowest model, there are tons of games that won't even fit on that that amount of space. And I don't know if it could be expanded quite yet. But, yeah, there's, you know, a lot to take into account when you're looking at this. So, you know, luckily, it's already sold out, so you don't have to think too hard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, unless you really want it, then you, you do. But yeah, uh, it's nice, like I said, to have another option out there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's go ahead and hop into our post office. Let's open up the mailbox and take some questions from our listeners. We asked, well, we reached out to people on Discord to leave us questions. So if you haven't joined our Discord and have always wanted to ask us something, 
you don't have to hop on our Discord. You can actually find my email somewhere. Maybe I should start including that <laughs> in there. Uh, but you can always join the Discord. That's always available. But yeah. I know, you know, sometimes I hear from people that are not really into it, and that's totally fine. We're not going to make you join there. But, yeah, send us an email. T- tweet at us if you're on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Find us on social media. Ask us questions, and we'll, you know, do our best to save them and put them here. But... For now, let's go ahead and go through some of these questions. We got a lot of really good ones this week, so I'm excited to go through here. (laughs) And this first one is from Rovio77, and they asked, if you could meet any villager or character like Tom Nook or Isabel, who would you pick and why? Uh, Sergio, I'm really interested in what you'll say here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well... Here's the thing. If I could meet a special character, but I, it has to be outside of their typical environment. I don't want to meet them where they typically work, where they t- where we typically see them in the games. I want something different just to hang out and talk about anything in general, just to be friends, really. It would actually be Isabel. I, what? I want to <laughs> hang out with Isabel. I feel like she would be very, very nice. And here's the thing. I know she's really good at island management and being a secretary. I know that. Like, I've, I've experienced that, you know. So I don't want her to, like, be talking about that. I don't want that to happen at work, basically. If we just meet up maybe for coffee or something, I feel like she would be really nice. I would actually like her even more now. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, what, yeah. what have you done with Sergio? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought your choice was going to be KK Slider for sure. So it's a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I totally get your strategy here because, you know, you you warm up to Isabel, strike a friendship there, and then you're like, hey, so like maybe for the announcements, you can tell us something that's going on. Oh my like, God. KK Slider's here. <laughs> you know, you've got to, I feel like you're going to have an agenda there, right? Well, <laughs> and you know, it'd be super adorable to see Sergio and Isabel at a KK Slider concert together, like all decked out but with yeah. their fan gear. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's true. I mean, maybe you don't want to meet your heroes, but you do want to meet other fans of theirs. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's a good option. <laughs> so what about you, Nina? Who would you pick? Um, I, I was thinking about meeting them in their regular space. Um, and it was a toss up between, you know, getting a museum tour from Blathers and, and hanging out with Brewster. I even thought about red for a second, but foxes (laughs) don't smell very good in real life. So I don't know if I want to meet red, but I've got to go with Brewster because it's been so rainy here in Atlanta, like all summer long. Um, it's kind of making me miss when I used to work in a coffee shop. Shop, and I'd love to spend Ooh. some time with Brewster, like trying out different roasts of beans and exper- experimenting with new like latte recipes Ooh. all like at a rainy day in his cafe. Like that just sounds like paradise to me. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really nice. I've been, it's been very sunny here in <laughs> California as per usual. <laughs> and I just miss the rain. That sounds delightful. I'll send some your way. Thank you. We need it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So this, I had a lot of dif- difficulty with this because I couldn't decide, okay, am I meeting them in their element? Am I not? What is the situation here? I like that both of you went different directions. And I guess for me, I would like to meet K.K. Slider to play music with him. Mm. Oh, but, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that would be, you know, really <laughs> awesome. But I think it would also be very cool to go the Sergio route and meet Tom Nook and, you know, go in with an agenda, you know, warm up to him (laughs) and then be like, okay, listen, Nook, here's what we need. We need more facilities on this island. We want to build much, many more things. The islanders, they're getting a little bored. They want a coffee shop, whatnot. You know, (laughs) I think talking to Tom Nook, going over my ideas, but specifically, how, you know, he had a really good thing going with, uh, I guess, um, the hap- uh, the Nook's Homes, you know, Happy yeah. Home Designer. Yes. And I'm like, you know, maybe you need to <laughs> go reach out to Lottie and Digby, maybe bring them back, give us some more options here with our homes, <laughs> design a little bit here and there. So, <laughs> yeah, maybe I, I want to meet Tom Nook and, you know, go over my ideas with him. Nice. Pitch, pitch, a, uh, pitch a story. <laughs> yeah, no, you just show him that people are willing to pay for the OC, and he'll be very interested. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Tell him there's you're going to make tons of money off of this venture. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he would. He He's a money-making machine. <laughs> All right, so our next question is from Summon Sloth, and he said, which villager type would win an eight- person battle royale and why (laughs) i love this one um i'm gonna go first because i didn't write my why here i went with peppy and the reason is i think of all of the personalities i've talked to i just i see this ambition in the peppy characters that (laughs) kind of is unmatched you know Mm -hmm. they work really hard they pr- they're probably super fit from all their dancing and singing <laughs> that they're doing. So they've got the physique. They've got the the drive to be on top, yes. to end up number one. So to me, I think the Peppies are going to come out ahead here. Wow. Yeah. I like that. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping you both have some good contenders here for me. <laughs> but Sergio, what are you thinking? See, I'm I'm thinking something a, a little bit unusual. You might not expect it, or you might expect it on a different angle. Because I'm going with a cranky villager, and mm. it's not that they would win out of anger against any everybody. Basically, <laughs> I feel like they just wouldn't want to participate. So they would say, "Okay, let me get this over with, just so that, just so I can stop doing this." And they would <laughs> demolish everyone by accident, just by. You know, wanting to finish it so quickly, I, I can see them. I can see that happening. Yeah, I really like the the reluctant hero storyline. So, <laughs> and I, I honestly was between like the crankies and the peppies, so I don't mind this choice at all. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you, Nina? I um I think I've got to go with the the normal girls. I guess they're called the sweet girls now because they've always given me this kind of like quiet but deadly vibe. <laughs> <laughs> they like would for sure start a summoning circle and drag the other villagers to like the pits of hell after they finish their cross stitches. 
<laughs> you know, they read a lot, yeah. too. And I don't know if they've ever asked you, like, any recommendations on books, but I'm pretty sure they're the type of people who really take those recommendations to heart. And so I've definitely suggested some survival books here and there. So mm-hmm. I, oh. I think you're on to something. It sounds like all of them are pretty capable of this survival thing. And maybe it's just <laughs> the fact that they're animals and that's what they're built for, but... I think we'd see a good fight between all of these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so make it happen, Nintendo. Yeah. Battle Royale, <laughs> Animal <Amazing>. Crossing. <laughs> we we need this. Look, the Uchis <laughs> and the Jocks would like target each other, and they'd take each other out first. Like they wouldn't even That's be true. contenders. <laughs> That's true. I feel like ugh, the Jocks are hilarious. I really, <laughs> my friends really warmed up to Teddy. That was one of their, like, very first villagers, a jock, big bear. And they mostly warmed up to him because he, like, talks so much about working out, but all he does all day is, like, sit by trees (laughs) and relax. (laughs) He's such a lazy jock, (laughs) and they love him for that. Amazing. Yeah. So our next question is from Todette, and they said, if you could add one new type of tree in Animal Crossing New Horizons, which one would it be? And it's hard to limit it to just one. And I'll go first here. I just want giant trees, uh, specifically ones that can grow really big, like the one in the town square in Mm. New Leaf. Giant tree. Mm. That's that's the type of tree I want. <laughs> um, and maybe it's like a random one, just happens to be one that grows really huge. Like a, <laughs> like a you know, sycamore. It, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. It could be one of the hardwoods, one of the cedars, or even the palm trees, you know, just Ooh. like random ones that grow giant. So that, that would be my choice. Uh, a little bit of a cheat there since all of them can be giant, but... <laughs> But I figure if, you know, we'll just go with it. <laughs> what are you thinking, Nina? So I, um, my my dad lives in this area of Atlanta called Decatur, and they have, like, these ginkgo trees everywhere, and I love them. They turn mm. bright yellow in the fall, and they have, like, this really cool rugged bark, and they're not too big, so it would be nice to have kind of, like, differing sizes, like you were saying, which mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we got these in Pocket Camp, um, and they were adorable. Mm. So I'd love to see and some ginkgo trees. Aren't the ginkgo leaves the leaf that red yes yes they are oh (laughs) see i know i know some things about trees (laughs) there you go (laughs) and leaves so i i agree that'd be really nice they are really bright yellow and really pretty so it would be a nice um i I don't know i just really like seeing some contrast in the greenery Mm -hmm. you know yeah uh what, what do you think sergio See, Chewy, I'm thinking what you were thinking, but I'm thinking it in a much grander scale. I was actually thinking like a a sequoia or a giant tree, like Mm. basically one where you could live inside of it. It would actually, it would actually become your house. So you could live there or you could have it as a house for your villagers. Um, I'm reminded of this. It's an RPG for the Game Boy Advance called Golden Sun. And there's this Mm. part in the game that you're going through giant trees that have multiple stories in them. I want to see that in Animal Crossing. Oh, man. Like Mere Woods in in San Francisco. Yeah. 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 That'd be cool. 
I love that, especially if little villagers lived in tree houses and trees in general. Uh, yeah. It'd be too cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So our next question is from Hyphen Morgan, and they asked, which of the island slash extra mini games, ones on Tortimer's Island, or even from Amiibo Festival, like the Settlers of Catan ones, would you want to see come back? And Sergio, what, what did you say here? I'm going with the Desert Island Escape. Uh, I actually mm-hmm. really had a lot of fun playing that one. So if we got something like that, I mean, it can even be its its own uh, standalone game if they really expanded on it. Um, they could have different difficulty modes. Maybe, I mean, I'm sure they would have to add multiplayer in it would be awesome if it was online. Um, they could also have like a type of story mode if they could make it work. But I also like the the randomness of picking different villagers. So maybe you pick like a main character that you want through the story, and your companions sort of alternate between rounds with random villagers or maybe a special characters. I think there's a lot of potential here. Um, mm. It would be awesome to get something like that. Maybe even if it's like a free one for Nintendo Switch Online to get even more people to subscribe to it. Mm. Yeah, and honestly, I've been playing um, Miitopia, and it's like a really simple RPG to the extent where I'm like, it's just like, if you're doing some work on the side, you can have it going, and it it basically plays itself in some ways, you know, and I feel like they Mm. could work in some like, really simple RPG mechanics and level growths for the game too. Um, I think they could expand it in a cool way. Uh, Nina, what do you think here? Um, I really liked <laughs> the trivia game, oh. <laughs> even though it was like either way too easy questions or way too hard questions. Like it was like the hardest yeah. trivia yeah. in the world. <laughs> it was not great, but if they updated it, <laughs> I think it'd be cool to have in game. Like it could be part of either the summer oh. festivals, like in the squares, or if we did get Brewster's Cafe, it could be like you know the first. Tuesday of every month or something, you could have mm-hmm. trivia at the cafe. Um, yeah. And then, like, you'd go into the cafe, and there'd be, like, three or four tables to choose from. And you and there's different villagers of your sitting at each table. So you can pick which team you want to be on. And then, like, when the questions pop up, maybe, like, your teammates' icon faces could light up which to, next to which answer they think is right. Ooh. But, like, you know, like, the jocks would always have it wrong or, like, the crinkies <laughs> would always be right but would, like, have the wrong take or something. <laughs> I just think it'd be so much fun to be, like, a little mini game inside inside the cafe again. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I really like the idea of it being, like, a monthly thing. I yeah. feel like... More events that are that type of style really highlight the the real time aspect to Animal Crossing. So that's that's a fun way for, to go about it. It'd be cool. Yeah, I want the board game, but online. Yeah, just the Amiibo Festival board game, but with actual online. Because I feel like as as un, it's not really a game. It's not a whole lot of fun, <laughs> but I think just being able to play with people and relax for a little bit where you're just like hanging out, reading some cute little yeah. interactions with the animals, it's not bad. It's not a bad time at all. <laughs> so, no, no. I mean, we definitely would play it and we would play it with some of our listeners too, imagine. 
Yeah, that would be a, uh, it would be cute. It would just be a cute night to hang out and have like have a good time together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a snack. <laughs> yeah, I'll always snacks. You got to have snacks. <laughs> All right. So, Emma sh- uh, she asked, "Surprise, Animal Crossing is getting a new collab with themed villagers and items. Which franchise do you choose to collab mm. with?" Uh Nina, what did you say here? Oh, I have the most basic of answers. I hope you're ready. <laughs> yeah. But I want to see a Disney collab. I know I've talked about this before, but I think new villagers could be themed like off of Disney sidekicks. Like, I don't want to see the princesses. Get them out of here. But if you had like Max the dog from Little Mermaid and Mushu could be the little dragon from Mulan, Raja from Ooh. Aladdin, Miko from Pocahontas, like... Just, like, kind of sidekick characters, characters that Mm -hmm, aren't, like, mm -hmm. usually in the spotlight would be so much fun to get to know in Animal Crossing. Mm. Yeah, that's a really cool... uh, It's, like, really surprising when we get characters that are real outside, you know? Um, (laughs) The Sanrio ones are an example of that. So I don't think it's, like, unreasonable to ask for sure. It'd be a miracle, I yeah. think for it to happen, <laughs> but I, I still think like those are exciting for people. Like you like to see crossovers like that happen. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, obviously a Disney one would be huge for it. Look, Disney just partnered with Sea of Thieves. So anything is possible. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's the biggest thing that's happened all summer. <laughs> <laughs> it's been incredible. <laughs> uh, what do you think here, Sergio? I'm I'm close to Nina. Uh, this is Disney related, but this is a specific. I was thinking, what about Winnie the Pooh? Oh, because oh, I, I feel like those characters would feel right at home in Animal Crossing, you know, as mm-hmm. villagers, and in a way, they would sort of um, attract some attention uh, for people that like Winnie the Pooh or remember it and, and be like, oh, what is this? What is this content doing in this more newer or modern video game? So it would be a nice way to, to sort of mix up the two. And I was also thinking we could maybe get a new Winnie the Pooh movie that is set in an Animal Crossing village, like in New Leaf. Oh, oh cute. <laughs> Adorable. Oh, man, I want Eeyore floating down the river in my island. That yes. Would be I w- <laughs> I was just going to say, I can hear Jackie right now, and she'd be saying, donkey villagers, please, please, please give us donkey yes. villagers. <laughs> so, yeah, she'd be into that for sure. Cute. Nice. <laughs> yeah. For me, I would love Pikmin, like, pretty consistently whenever we had, like, the Nintendo items in Animal Crossing, the Pikmin ones, I was like, this is adorable. I want this one all over the little (laughs) rocket, the little planter with the Pikmin coming Mm -hmm. out of it. Are those the only two things we got? We got hats. The hats. The hats, (laughs) yes. All of them are my favorite Nintendo (laughs) items. So, you know, getting a collab with that, getting a little Pikmin villager would be adorable. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so our next question is from Tangy, and they said, if you had to share a dorm with an NPC, which would you choose and why? (laughs) This one's silly. I don't know why I picked this smug villager specifically. Maybe I just like him, and our birthdays are pretty close. O'Hare, the bunny, the chocolate bunny rabbit. Oh, nice. 
very tropical. Um, I don't know. I guess I've been in California going to the beach, having fun in a pool. <laughs> and so I'm just feeling pretty summery and tropical. And I think we'd have a lot of fun living that type of life. I'm surprised you <laughs> didn't go with a special character. O'Hare is like out of left field. Yeah, I just, for some reason, I just wanted to live with a villager. I just thought, you know, I'd get the most villager lifestyle out of that, you know? Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Nina? I 100% would live with Digby. I think that he'd be so much fun to be friends with in college. He'd go to all the best parties and take you along. But I think he'd also be like secretly really hardworking and like would make sure you finish all your papers and bring you like boba and coffee and stuff. Like I think he'd be really sweet and really fun at the same time. I could really Uh, use some boba right now. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Good choice. What do you think, Sergio? Nice. You know, this was a tough question. I was thinking about it, and I'm kind of surprised how many answers, like, kind of scared me when I thought about, like, oh, no, not this character. <laughs> so, luckily, I'm, I'm going to go with KK. I think KK would actually work. So, I would definitely try my best to jam with him. I'm not very musical, but, you know, I would try for him. And I would come up maybe with new songs or new genres alongside him and... I would maybe plan his island tours, like visit his schedule, basically. I would become his Isabel. <laughs> All right. I got two questions for you, Sergio. The first one, which villager did you think about? And then we're like, no, bad idea. <laughs> uh, well, there's many, like Tortimer. Tortimer oh. just would <laughs> not stop talking, I think. <laughs> that, that's true. And you know what? He's old. He'll tell you the same stories oh over my and gosh, over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My last question for you. What genre would you pick for the next KK single? Oh, oh dubstep for sure. Oh. Oh. That one, I actually do have some experience. So I would I would help him out for sure. <laughs> nice. That's a good choice. <laughs> All right, our next question is from Ganucci, and they said, if villagers had a slim chance to be shiny, like a very rare shiny Pokemon, who would you want to get as a shiny version of, and what would their shiny version look like? (laughs) I'm going to pick shiny Judy, and she's just not going to be so bright and pastel. (laughs) Basically the opposite of Judy. Now you're just goading people. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, it's the only one I wrote, but I don't know. I had a hard time thinking of them because my my first instinct was like Kiki and her shiny versions, like white cat instead Aww. of black cat. Ooh. But I like I kind of like black cats better, so I'd still want the yeah. regular old Kiki. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I don't know. I guess I didn't have a huge uh, preference with them. Uh, what are you thinking, Sergio? Um, I'm definitely thinking Rudy. I love Rudy mm. as he is, uh, but if I got a shiny one, yeah, he would be my favorite for sure. It would become his island, basically. Whatever he wanted, it would happen. If somebody looked at him funny, they would be gone. It, leave it to me, Rudy. <laughs> I, I take care of this. But basically, he would look pretty similar, but instead of like the dark brown tones that he has, it would be like bright yellow, almost like Super Saiyan Rudy. <laughs> yeah, he would like glow in the dark and everything. Would his nose still be red? Yeah. Okay. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Nina? I thought it'd be really cool if like Kabuki had instead of his 
his like signature red stripes right they were like a pale peach instead kind of like a bleached out version of kabuki i thought that'd be really spooky with maybe Mm. like pastel purple or green eyes instead of his regular yellow um i like this question i think there's some really cool really cool opportunities to like yeah change it (laughs) <laughs> sorry i i was just gonna say yeah it'd be pretty interesting to see like alternate versions of villagers yeah. like yeah. just some slightly different from each other <laughs> love it <laughs> yeah so pip asked i was wondering if you all were to choose a different character and island name other than what you have or have had before what would it be so you know i'm chewy on haken and <laughs> what would I change that to? Um, is basically what Pip is asking. I don't know. It's the hardest thing. I feel like if I were to change it so dramatically, it would definitely be because I went with a theme. And it the theme right, was like right. some existing franchise, you know? And I don't know. I, I guess I don't know at the moment what I would pick. And so I, I had a really hard time with this one. I couldn't I couldn't choose anything. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. So Nina, I guess you recover this for me. Okay. <laughs> My well, I'm usually Grizzly from Keel Hall, which is sort of pirate themed. And but I think it'd be really fun to make one of those rural Japanese towns that I've seen, um, Hmm. especially the ones that have like the path patterns that look like streets, but they're a little bit run down. Like they have some weeds growing in them and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, oh, and they make the utility poles look super cute too. It's like those towns were made for those cool utility pole items that you can get Mm -hmm. from the shopping. Um, And I really like doing research when I'm creating new towns. So I'd want to look up like a nice Japanese word for the name of the town. Like I was thinking, and this is just off of Google, so these could be wrong. I apologize. (laughs) But I looked up um, gourd um, is hyotan and light is hikari or hikari, which I think would be really cute. I don't know. I, (laughs) I think a Japanese theme would be fun. Yeah, that's an adorable one. I like that a lot. Yeah. Now that I think of it, something super city. Maybe I would just go with Digimon. Ooh. <laughs> I'd go with like a Digimon theme and be. Oh, get back Where to me Garurumon. on that one. Garurumon. You'll be able to fit that into the name. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Exactly. Metal Greymon. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, what would you do, Sergio? Uh, honestly, I'm with you, Chewie. I'm I'm really happy that I went with you know Sergio. I'm always myself in Animal Crossing, and then I'm really glad that I changed Madeira to Castaño. And I was I was doubtful at first. I I was wondering if that was gonna be the right choice, but it I think it ended up working for the best. I remember Madeira mm-hmm. fondly, and I still have Castaño, and it's gonna be it's gonna feel very different down the line. So I'm glad with what I went, but if if I do go with something else on the next and, and Based on my record here with Castaño, I think I will. Most likely, it's going to be Arena. So it's going to be a beach town, even though it's not going to be on an island anymore. Most Well, we don't know, <laughs> but it probably won't be. So it's going to be quite unique. Yeah. I remember yeah, you thinking exciting. of Arena. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. It's a good mm-hmm. one. Nina, would you ever play as Nina? I have never played as Nina, like in oh. Pokemon games, and I I never have. I've um, 
I have like three names that I rotate between, um, depending on how I want my character to act, <laughs> I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, it'd be, I don't know. It'd be hard to be Nina. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just wondering. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like Grizzly, but it does get a little confusing. Not gonna I'm lie. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All right. So Claire Bear asked, what would you want in the possible fall update? I personally would want some more DIYs and maybe some more spooky costumes. And I really love those options, Claire Bear. I'm at the point where I'm not going to ask for too much. <laughs> I'm going to try not to ask for too much. Hopefully this isn't too much. I want more crops. Last fall, we did get the introduction of pumpkins. And Honestly, amazing. I love the pumpkins. They're such a great item. But now I'm just like, there need to be more crops for other times of the year. The pumpkins are so, they just feel so autumn, you know? Yeah. And I would love, like, maybe some watermelons. And we do have the watermelon beach ball that could work. But, you know, some nice summer fruit, spring. I don't, nothing grows in the winter. So I guess we don't need anything (laughs) for that. But. Even, like, really huge corn stalks that we could walk through and make me make a corn maze. That would be cute. So that's my vote. Uh, (laughs) What would you do, Nina? Um, I really liked when we got the new fences, the um, hedges that change color with the seasons. Mm. So I think it's about time for a new fence, maybe one with, like, ivy growing on it that changes with the season. That would be really fun. Um, but actually I, I've been watching, um, let's play videos on YouTube of the new Sims 4 cottage living update that's coming out, which looks amazing by the way. Um, mm-hmm. it's totally cottage core animal crossing themed. So if, if anyone's wanting to play or wanting to get back into Sims 4, now is the time, but, um, you can like collect eggs and milk from, from your new like pets and, I think it'd be really fun if you could collect items from villagers. Like if your chicken villagers could get you eggs and cow villagers could give you milk or like koalas could give you eucalyptus. Yes. I, you know, either Mm -hmm. to use in new recipes or to sell at a farmer's market stand or even just to like deliver items. They're like, Hey, I've got these extra eggs. (laughs) Will you go give them to Gonzo for me? You know, I think it'd be fun. And, you know, it'll bring their like animalness back oh, back into I the love game. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I love that we just need more fences. I mean, I don't love yeah. that, but I just lo- I would love to have more fences. That's what I want, <laughs> especially like you mentioned the hedges that change with the seasons. Yeah. It's just it's so cool to have that happen and maybe it is something that happens subtly i know the paths slightly change color depending Mm -hmm. on the season so maybe we need to look real closely at the fences but you know if we have to look (laughs) real closely what's the point (laughs) Uh, like it should be visibly just different and make it easy on our eyes yeah (laughs) i mean i am someone who once snow settled on my island went around to see what the snow looks like on all the different (laughs) fences uh yeah you know i think people would notice Mm -hmm. yeah i mean we're animal crossing fans we notice everything (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, what would you want for the update, Sergio? Uh, I mean, if I see Brewster in the roost, that's too much, right? 
<laughs> I think that's too much. I mean, what I'm going to ask for, I think it's still too much, but it's what I would want the most if there's any, like, last update or just just now, whenever, as soon as possible. I just want gyroids. I was mm. thinking, even if Nintendo doesn't give them the, the proper treatment they deserve, because they really deserve their own um, museum exhibit, or imagine, like, a separate museum just for gyroids, but <laughs> that sounds oh. too good to be true. But, you know, even <laughs> if just they just add them to the game, and we collect them, and even if they don't have, like, a list for them, we just have to kind of keep one ourselves. I just want, gy- I just want gyroids. I want them back. Yeah. They're so yeah. integral to Animal Crossing that it it we do need them. You're right. Yeah, and they'd make such cute noises. Yeah, <laughs> in and, this game, and they're a little spooky, so they'd be perfect for fall. Yeah, yeah, perfect spookies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for Brewster. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know the Brewster pain is real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So our next question is from Arcane Flame, and they said. Nintendo has decided to make a new Animal Crossing anime, this one being based on New Horizons. Who would be your choices for the English voice cast for the major NPCs, and which villagers would you include, and who would they be voiced by? (laughs) I I stopped at Animal Crossing anime, and I was just like, (laughs) I need this right now. (laughs) Also... If there's going to be voices, please let me be a voice. Probably somebody excitable with a chippy character. Uh, That'd be my choice. I didn't go any deeper than that outside of, like, dreaming of an Animal Crossing anime. No. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Sergio, what do you think here? Oh, man. Okay, so I'm I'm going way off the rails with the voice cast here. We we want uh, Gilbert Gottfried. We want Ray Romano and John Leguizamo. And... John Lewis is definitely going to voice Blathers because this nice. is going to be a story for Blathers. Uh, basically, it's his story in New Horizons, how he got to the island, opened the museum. The, the big secret at the end is that through the story, you find out what is causing his fear of bugs and you're able to resolve it. But then towards the very end of the movie, something happens. He knocks his head with something and he gains the fear back. So. Oh, no. <laughs> We, but at least we get to learn more about bladders. You know, that's always good. Wow. <laughs> I just wrote something else in my head right now, but I honestly thought you were going to go with, like, it starts out as young bladders and John is voicing that one, and then older blathers is ray romano oh. and then from there it's gilbert Gar- no. <laughs> as old man blather no. <laughs> oh yes i like that i like that yeah <laughs> the different ages of blathers <laughs> nina what would you do here um i couldn't stop thinking about the clip that the twitter user made last year of parks and rec the um the who broke the coffee pot clip did you guys see this i don't think i have oh my gosh okay so the twitter user was oh so precious 16 i'll i'll be sure to retweet this when we drop the episode so that people can watch it if they haven't already it's Mm -hmm. incredible i think they made it in harv's island (laughs) and that's all i can think of now when i see certain animal crossing characters but i also wanted to change it up a little bit for this for this question. So I'm sticking with <laughs> Parks and Rec actors, but I've Ooh. changed up who would play them. 
And actually, only one of them is an NPC now that I think of it. So I didn't really follow the question. I'm sorry. But <laughs> Nick Offerman, who plays um, Ron Swanson, would definitely be guest on 100%. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yes. Amy Poehler would be Isabel, definitely. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Aziz Ansari would be Zell the deer. Oh. It's like kind of fancy. <laughs> um, ben Schwartz and Jenny Slate, who play um, Jean Ralphio and Mona Lisa, <laughs> which I, I hope people know Parks and Rec enough to know those two characters. But they'd mm-hmm. be um, Phil the ostrich and Phoebe the ostrich, since yes. they're brother and sister. <laughs> um, Aubrey Plaza would play Agnes the pig. Retta would be Renee the horse, and Chris Ooh. Pratt would be Teddy the bear. Oh, yes, this. yes. <laughs> I love it. I can't tell you how many times Jackie and I just turn to each other and say, Money, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the best. I love it. It's the best. Um, so, you know, I think following along like with Isabel as she works in the office with Tom Duck would be, would be so much fun. Yes. <laughs> Awesome. Great. I love it. Great great show. Great cast. Thank you. <laughs> uh, our last question is from Quantrell. And the question is, if Haken is all things Animal Crossing, who's going to bite the bullet and do the pocket camp coverage? After all, it's updated three times a month, whereas New Horizons is updated once every two to three months. <laughs> uh, Sergio, are you uh, going to take up this throne here? No, um, no. The last time I played Pocket Camp, it, it was too overwhelming. And you know, this is not like I haven't played in years. It just, it just keeps getting updated. It's very, you know, at, at least it's good that it's getting a lot of support still. Some other Animal Crossing games could use that support. You know, just saying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's a little too overwhelming. It's it's good and it's free if you play it right. But who does, right? <laughs> yeah, who does? Oh <laughs> Nina? Gosh. I feel so bad because Quantrell's been act- asking for this forever. We're going to have to change our intro. But I, I keep <laughs> trying to play it again. I keep opening it back up. Like every month or so, I give it another chance. And I can't do it. It's so overwhelming. Just like Sergio said, like it's 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 like in a constant attack like <laughs> of, of things to do, I, which I know we've been asking for things to do in New Horizons, but this is too much. It's too much. I, I will keep trying, um, but I usually play for like five minutes and then just have to put down my phone. Well, Quantrell, it looks like it's just you and me on the show <laughs> doing pocket camp coverage. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, I actually, I got a new phone and I can finally play pocket camp Ooh. again. And I actually am playing pretty regularly. I, wow. um, I used to do it mostly to just, you know, give stuff to the villagers and get the my Nintendo points so I can keep a good stockpile and never miss out on a Tom Nook keychain again. <laughs> um, so I'm doing that, but I've also been doing the events. I'm pretty caught up on the most recent one. Um, I missed a little bit of the gardening, so I don't quite have enough to get this really awesome grand prize at the end, which is like this big palm tree mm. looking item. It looks awesome. Uh, I'll probably pay money to get there (laughs) and get this (laughs) and that's how they get you right (laughs) like you just got to spend some money Um, so you know I'll I'll see what happens but I Quantrell I'll figure out a way to work this in because like I said I actually am playing I'm keeping up on it I 
I, I am already signed up with the Pocket Camp Club, so I'm doing the $3 a month plan or whatever, but they get the cute little journals, which are adorable mm-hmm. to read through. Um, and they have such great artwork on the cover. It's just like character art, but I really like it. They do a good job with those. Um, so I'll find a way to work it in somehow, some news here, but... <laughs> I think the difficulty is that it's just so repetitive with the updates. It's updated three times a month, but it's the same three things each month. Gardening, fishing, (laughs) scavenger hunt, which uh, I just can't. I can't with the scavenger hunts. They're so hard for me. Um, That's usually where I I lose. I drop off. (laughs) Um, But I'll find a way for you. We'll make it happen. (laughs) We'll have a little pocket camp corner and you can bring your peppy personality with you, Chewy, and you can get me and Sergio back into it somehow. (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll figure it out. I'll figure out some way to get them back into the best game ever made, right? (laughs) I thought I thought that was Amiibo Festival. It is. (laughs) You're right. It's still Amiibo (laughs) Festival. Can't be beat. All right, well, let's go ahead and close out the show with our Haken's Islander Corner. For those of you who don't know, every single week we ask our patrons on Patreon a question and read their answers out loud here on the show for all of you. This week's question is to continue our conversation from last week. It is, would you have preferred New Leaf 2 over New Horizons? So we'll go Sergio, then Nina, then me on this one. Okay, sounds good. The first answer is from Allison, and they said, No, I love New Horizons and find it more enjoyable than New Leaf. Although, I do miss Cap'n. Oh, man, Cap'n. Mm. Ca- you know what? Can I change my answer and can I live with Cap'n? Can I share a dorm with him? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't want to share a dorm with Cap'n. He's creepy. I, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> I was thinking, like, not even living in the dorms with him. Just him and his family. Oh, that's right. He's got a family. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Pumpkin says, New Horizons is better for the Switch, but I don't think that a New Leaf port would be a bad thing. My dream Animal Crossing game would be New Leaf and Wild World Villager dialogue with terraforming and placing (laughs) items outside. So a New Leaf 2 would be great and I would enjoy it. But it wouldn't have got the hype that New Horizons got. It's like a Franken Animal Crossing game. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, just, you know, take your favorite parts, put it together, and it's the perfect game. There you go. (laughs) So Taylor said, personally, no. I began my Animal Crossing journey with New Horizons, and I think Nintendo did a fantastic job at bringing in new players while keeping old ones. I bought my Nintendo or I bought my first Switch when Animal Crossing New Horizons came out and I don't think that Nintendo would have brought in as many new players as they did without New Horizons. Maybe New Leaf 2 can be a spin-off title one day, but for now I'm holding New Horizons close and never letting go. <laughs> so yeah, nice. I mean it's really cool to see you know, that first Animal Crossing game you play is always going to be very special. But I I do think New Horizons has some really cool things that really brought new players to the franchise in ways yes. that the older games didn't. Yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. So Nebula said, if New Leaf 2 also had outdoor decorating in the new special characters, I honestly might have. 
New Leaf was the first main game I played after checking out Pocket Camp, so I naturally have a lot of love for it. I definitely adore New Horizons, but you never forget your first, and I do find myself missing some of New Leaf's quirks, like unannounced villager visits, club LOL, and Tortimer's Island, and popping open my 3DS again. Also, Desert Island Escape Full Switch game when... <laughs> yes, Nebula, yes. I mean, we, we talked about that earlier. That would be awesome. And I agree. New Leaf, you know, we're never going to forget New Leaf. As, as awesome as New Horizons is, you know, they're kind of, they're both pretty amazing in their own way. They, we have room for both in our hearts. Dennis or Obsessed Polygot says, as much as some part of me wants to say yes, because of the features I miss from New Leaf, mini games and increased villager re request frequency, I miss you. I think that in the hypothetical situation where I remain aware that New Horizons could have existed instead, I would miss the features unique to New Horizons too much because I do appreciate what we got. On the other hand, if I were blissfully unaware that New Horizons was an option, I'm not sure I'd be disappointed by a New Leaf 2. Maybe the jump in graphics combined with all the things that made New Leaf so charming to me would have been enough, but I'll never know. That's so interesting. You know, these Patreon answers are more positive than some of the YouTube comments you got <laughs> on our episode, <laughs> last week's episode. So, I, I you know, I kind of like that these have a nice positive spin. Yeah, yeah. And, you know people who are i feel listening to us or the ones who are maybe still playing probably still interested in looking for updates and everything but i feel they've developed that love that we have for it where it's hard to be negative for us about a game we like so much you know yeah yeah um that said let's get into quantrell stuff <laughs> just kidding <laughs> yes. uh quantrell gave us a really long answer over on youtube and i just thought there were some really good points made in here. Um, so let's get going. It's a long one. Oh, man. <laughs> I would have loved to have guested, guest hosted on this episode. This very topic <laughs> has been on my mind since I called in so many episodes ago about this very thing. I think the reason so many people are disappointed in New Horizons is how Nintendo has handled post-release content. We all assumed that as time went on, the game would fill in and incorporate more and more features from not only New Leaf, but Happy Home Designer and Pocket Camp as well. And the first year gave us a glimpse of that. Unfortunately, year two has been a humongous bust, and people have not only become frustrated, but also angry and disappointed. Now, to me, a port of New Leaf is a terrible idea. I'm one of those people that really dislikes city folk, but... While New Leaf has, is vastly superior to Wild World, just playing a prettier New Leaf would have been a disappointment. Mm. But after having New Horizons for over a year, I think New Leaf 2 would have been a vastly superior product to New Horizons. To me, New Leaf 2 is New Leaf plus Happy Home Designer plus Pocket Camp. Uh, Skip to Amiibo Festival here. Just want to <laughs> note that. We'll use New Leaf as the base game. You still move into a town by train, but instead of becoming the mayor, you become head of development. Like in New Leaf, you have your normal town and you have Main Street. You can decorate outside because if you recall, you can decorate outside in both Happy Home Designer and Pocket Camp, so that feature is still going to exist in New Leaf too. 
The biggest difference would be Main Street. It won't be be like it was in New Leaf. Main Street is the town slash city from Happy Home Designer, and it's run down just like in that game. Mm. So not only do you have to develop your town where the villagers live, you have to develop Main Street as well. And just like in Happy Home Designer, you get to pick not only the exterior of the buildings, but the Mm. interior as well. There would be some things that were mandatory in each town and city building, but outside of that, you'd have free reign to design them as you see fit. And this is where your Nook's Cranny, Abel's, Shampoodle, Nook's Homes, Post Office, and other NPC buildings would be. And just like in Happy Home Designer, the more you build up the town, the more villagers that don't live in your town will come and shop to walk around. The uh, end town NPCs like Tom Nook, Isabel, Blathers, Abel's, Sisters, etc. can all live in a condo in town so that they have a home as well. Aww. Also, besides having your own home, you would have an RV that's kept oh. at Harv's campsite. You'd have two different ways to traveling to other people's towns. You can still travel by train if you wish, but you can take your own camper to someone else's town. That way, not only is it something else to upgrade and decorate, but it's something that your friends can look at while, that you're, while you're in their town. Ooh. And to top it all off, the villagers interact with all the items like in Pocket Ooh. Camp. They dive and swim in pools. They slide on slides. They ride the teacup ride or swing when sitting on a swing or rock when sitting on a ro- in a rocking chair. <laughs> so, yeah, big answer from Quantrell here, but honestly, sounds like a fun game. Sounds yeah. pretty good. Quantrell sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was almost lost when the, the idea of Main Street, to me, I like that we can design one on our own. You know, mm-hmm. like I like that we can place our nooks, cranny, our able sisters, and make our own little shopping district. Of course, the limitations are there. You're only placing nooks, cranny, and able sisters. Like it needs to have <laughs> more. But I do like the idea of being able to decorate it. But Quantrell definitely won me back with a rundown main street. Yeah. I, you know, I want it to be completely trashed when I'm there. <laughs> when I first get there, and it's up to us to build it up. You know, so. Building that up sounds really fun, and, you know, I really do like the options that we got in Happy Home Designer to just build the town and make it something special. Um, I liked that part of Happy Home Designer better than designing the villager homes. I really enjoyed Mm -hmm. doing the town part. Yeah, I I agree. I'm right there with you. I think that was a stronger part of the game. Um, It was nice to have like your little sandbox to play with villagers places, but Mm -hmm. having that objective of building up the town and bringing it back, that's really nice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, What do you think here, Sergio? Yeah, that that was really detailed, really awesome. I mean, uh, Quantrell really makes a point that makes you really, really wish this this had happened in a way. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, I I love everything that the combination of, of the best parts of all of these games. Um, I mean, eventually we're gonna be talking about the the combination of the best parts of New Horizons into whatever game comes next. And I agree with Contrail. The first bunch of DLC that we got was pointing at the fact that it was it looked like we were gonna get all the features from the previous games, but we got very few of them. And now it's been very different approach. Um, you know, it's hard to say what was Nintendo's original intent 
for DLC or free content in New Horizons because of the pandemic and in other um, aspects, I'm sure, that have impacted how things have developed. But, yeah, I mean, Quantrell, I, I kind of wish this had happened, really. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I... I... I'm still of the belief that the pandemic really changed what their outline was for the game and what they could, they found was possible, you right, know? Right, right. And that's why I still think there's a big update, just because there was so much evidence of things that were going to come to the game in the data mines, you know? There was so much information. Even Blathers was in there. Gyroids were in there. And it hasn't happened. And I right. think they probably just worked on some small things that could get us through until they had the time to finish something big. So to me, it's still happening, Sergio. I don't know. I think that it's still <laughs> a possibility. Um, I hope so. And unfortunately we're on an Island because I always really liked the RV idea, like getting an RV that yes. you can travel yes. to other towns and decorate and upgrade mm-hmm. that. And the okay motors crew. I really like that. Yeah. Ooh, yes. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm. Well, thank you, Quantrell, for this long essay. It was uh, it was one that I felt we had to let in here, just because you you really went the extra mile and built yeah. a game that I I would enjoy. I would re- honestly enjoy this game. And now <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Give me New Leaf too. <laughs> <laughs> He's our honorary guest host. Yeah, we should have him back sometime mm-hmm. soon. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. Don't want the episode to end? Well, you can keep the conversation going by Nintendo switching over to our Discord. Just follow the link in the description, and you can talk with other people who love Animal Crossing as much as you do, including Sergio, Nina, and me. Want to support the show in a bigger way and get your voice heard during the show? Visit patreon.com slash Nintendo. You can support our show with just $1, get special access to a secret room on Discord, join in on the Haken Islander Corner, and even read a monthly newsletter covering all things Haken and Chewy Plays. We really appreciate the support and put your money towards some great things on the show. Tuned in on YouTube? The comments are a great place to let us know your answers to the Haken Islander Corner. Would you have preferred New Leaf 2 over New Horizons? If you dig what you hear, please KK slide over to that review section on your platform of choice. Let people know what they're missing out on. Haken is a wild production brought to you by Chewy, Sergio, Nina, and all of our patrons. We thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Goodbye, everybody. See you all next time.